Second Samuel chapter 12. Read a few passages, a few verses of scripture. Second Samuel chapter 12 and verse number 7. And Nathan said unto David, Thou art the man. Thou hast said, Thou sayest the, the Lord God of Israel. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee to be king over Israel and delivered thee out of the hands of Saul. I gave thee thy master's house, thy master's wives, their, amen, unto thy bosom, and I gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had not had been not too much or too little, I would have moreover have given unto thee such and such things. I'm just, I'm, I would have, I'm very uh, open to you to give you whatever amen was saying. Wherefore thou hast despised the commandments of the Lord and do evil in the sight. Now thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with a sword and hath taken his wife to be thy wife and has slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Now therefore the sword of the Lord will never depart from thine house because thou hast despised me and hast taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be thy wife. I will skip down to verse 13. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Nathan said to David, the Lord hath put away thy sin, thou shalt not die. How be it, because of this deed that thou hast given great occasion to the enemy of the Lord. Amen. To blaspheme the children. Amen. Also, that is born unto thee shall surely die. And Nathan departed, even unto his house, and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bare unto David. And it was very, it was very sick. Amen. I'd like to pray. Lord God, I thank you for your word. I pray, God, that there is something that's said today, Lord, that would, Lord, some way speak through us. That, God, we can share with these people today what I feel like, God, that you're wanting to say to us. I ask it, God, for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. title of my thought today, amen, our, uh, our outer and inner voice of the Spirit. There is, a, there is a way that you can hear the outer voice of man, and there is also a way that you can hear the inner voice of the Spirit of God. I believe God can speak to us through His Word. Amen has preached to us today, and I believe that God can speak, amen, to your heart. And nobody knows or hears it but you. That Lord has things that he can help us with and direct our paths. Amen. Now, if you just go back to Genesis, and that's where I, I just kind of take a little, bring a little trip through there. Genesis uh, tells us a story of how God created Adam and Eve and and then he put them in the garden, and it was every day, every day there was communication between him and his creation. He, I think, I think it was just a, just a love for God to just to, to talk to Adam and Eve, and 
and you you know the story. But uh, that was see you see God's purpose. He he wants to communicate with every one of us. He has a desire. Amen. When you get up and from this. Uh, church today and go home. He, he, he likes to ride with you home. He would like to talk to you in the morning when you get up. Uh, and I know that there are people that entertains that at times. And and when you just follow on through, you, you'll find that God was involved in, 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 in Adam and Eve's life. And, and they're even in their children and speak. And you, we don't have too much history of the Old Testament, amen, up until the flood. It's just uh, just a matter of a few chapters there, and, and the flood comes. And But we do know that there was a man named Enoch. He, he uh, The Bible just points it out that he walked with God. He was, uh, he was a friend of God. And I may just use a little typology there because I believe that we can see and understand that in that walk with God that Enoch had, uh, that, well, preacher, people had preached from it. It said God told him one time there's walking away. God said, well, it's closer to my house than it is to yours. You just come on up and be home with me. I don't, uh, you know, that's kind of a little cliche. But, but what it really was was uh, God picked up Enoch and brought him to heaven before the judgment of God came on the earth. It's just the same way with you and I, if we walk with God, that uh, we'll be gone one day when, and then judgment time will come. It's not the trumpet sounds in the judgment, but it's the trumpet's going to sound with the saints arising from this earth as Enoch did. And uh, he was just, just that walk with God that Enoch had that the Lord picked him up out of the earth. He loved his presence, and you and I needs to covet that same feelings. Amen. Amen. Uh, we we want to uh, we want to keep the the voice of the Lord open to us, and uh, I'm I want my point to get across today that there is a need for each one of us to have a closer relationship with God, where we can communicate with Him. Amen. We we can't walk this way by ourselves. We, we this life has got too many. Uh, I guess you would say too many uh, trees of knowledge and good and evil that uh, Adam and Eve got tricked on by the wrong voice. Amen. And they started believing that they were very important and they would try to take care of themselves. And, and you know the story. Amen. Amen. Mankind has always seemingly been a uh, kind of a self-focused thing, and, and, and we need to know that we cannot live without the Lord. We, it's, we're not going to make it without God. It's, it's not gonna, we just can't walk the path that God would like for us to have unless somehow we're hearing his directions. Um, these cars, most of You know, they 
And you've got a voice there to tell you. You just kind of, all you've got to do is just listen to the voice and drive. Except I heard this man that is in the, is in the news today, uh, that uh, yesterday, that uh, he was going his GPS and he turned the wrong place and started out and his GPS told him there's a bridge there, but the bridge had already been torn down. And he went right off and uh, that was the end of him. Amen. But uh, but the voice of the Lord, it's it's something that I, I want us to ponder the voice of the Lord. I want us to think about, amen, what God wants to do in our lives. Our Christian Christian walk is is supposed to be a communicative thing. Amen. Hallelujah. And in Israel, after the flood, Israel went astray. They they uh. Or I say Israel, should I not say that? But the but the people went astray. Nimrod got the voice, got the he got the ears of the people to say that we're going to endeavor to now build us a tower that's going to reach into the heavens. It's uh, we're going to be safe from God because uh, he can't make enough water to to reach the top of it. He he was his idea was, and and God said, I, I I've got to. I'm going to separate people. And he called Abraham out of Ur of the Chaldees and and told him to go to, to, to the Canaan's land, as you know well. And, and in the process, he had to walk right by the people that was intending to amen, be self-sufficient without God. And, uh, and so Abraham amen, took his journeys, and you know, and God was saying, I want to, I want to make you, I want to make you a people that's separated from others' people. I want to make a make you to have a people that that exemplifies people that communicates with me. And 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 there's a, you you read the story of Abraham, and I've I read it in the last few days, the story of Abraham's life and all the all the uh, times that God was talking to him and he was building altars and so forth and. It seemed like the other rest of the world was absent. They wasn't listening, and 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 he was saying, "I want to separate people that I can talk to." God's always wanted to talk to His people. Whatever means, Amen. That that man has that God can. God was wanting to get into the to the ears and in the hearts of people, and uh, and so during that period of time. Amen. After the flood, that God was uh, God was dealing with Abraham and his people, and you know the story. I'm not going to follow them all through the through the Egypt or the wilderness, but to know that God was wanting to put some people in a place to where that they would be His children, and He could communicate and He could protect them. Amen. Always, God was endeavoring to devise means. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's, I want to read 2 Samuel chapter 14, just a page or so over. And this is kind of an uh, injection here, 2 Samuel chapter 14 and verse 14, where uh, David himself was, uh, he had one of his sons exiled, and, and Jer- uh, Joab, he had, he had got the, the uh, wise woman of Tekoa, you know, to talk. And so here's what 
she came into David and was asking him in verse number 14. I'll just read this one verse. For we must needs die and water, like water spilt upon the ground, which cannot be gathered up again, neither does God respect any person, yet doth he devise means that is banished, be not expelled from him. I know, I guess, uh, when David heard those words, he, he, he pretty carefully comprehended Joab is trying to, trying to sneak a word in on me. And he understood, he understood what the woman of Tekoa was talking about. Amen. He was devising means by which his banished would not. That's the way God is to this human race right now. And, and I pray that he's not really in this struggle with you and I that here are today listening to the word of God. And I pray that some way, something I can say today that just rings some bells in our ears that God is wanting to talk to us. Hallelujah. God's trying to get attention, our attention. He's trying to, amen, to some way, amen, get some focus in our lives to where that, amen, we could be seeking and searching for the voice of God. I love to talk to God, amen. I don't talk to him as much as I would really desire to and, and, and think that I need to. And I don't think that any of us are quite in that place to where that we can feel, amen, that we are as close to God as we want to be. But you can read people in the Bible, many of them, amen. And I, I, I will go back to Moses and know that Moses was seemed to never be satisfied We've talked about that here a few weeks ago. Never satisfied with his relationship. I want to know more about you. I want to know your will. I want to know your doings. I want to, I want to see your glory. Amen. We want to have a hungry heart for all that. Amen. Amen. And you know, I, I really believe, I really believe that God is doing a whole lot more talking than we are listening. I think that sometimes we we miss out on things, and I, I would ask this question today, and you, and and ask you, uh, how long has it been since you heard the voice of God speak to you by a sermon, or 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 by a still small voice that you could communicate? Amen. Either an outer voice speaks, or an inner voice speaks. It's too long sometimes some of us have been since we've heard the voice of God in an inner voice where, it, where we know that God wants a communion with us. God wants to talk to us. Amen. And my text was telling us something. We go back to the story that I was talking about a moment ago, a text. David, David was a man after God's own heart one time. And David would sometimes seem like his pen was so anointed that uh, he would write in Psalms just after Psalm, after Psalm. He, would, he, had, he had a heart that was so in tune with God that he was writing God's word to you and I inspirational things that 
that would lift us up. If you get down, go read the Psalms sometimes. That's what some people say. And, and David, David's life was one of great conquest, as you know, that he actually, most historians would say that he, he built the, the nation of Israel to its largest, largest uh, land mass. And then, of course, the stories I read to you is that after David got a little older and I guess a little more mature and felt like that he had it made in this world and was going to coast a while, that he sent Joab out to fight his battle and, and he stayed home to fight his battle. It was too bad, sad, sad story to tell that in his leisure time when he was not meditating upon God and things, he was decided he would just get up and walk around in the palace and look out the windows. And, 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 and therefore, I, uh, I know you understand. I heard a, heard a, a message. I didn't hear the message myself, but I heard of it over 50 years ago. I can't hardly remember when I preached last time. But uh, over 50 years ago, there was three preachers. There were four. They were sitting around, and they was talking about, amen, beware, beware of that traveler that comes by your way sometimes. In other words, there is you, each one of us have a, an ability to hear wrong voices, have wrong impressions upon us. And the message was, and I didn't, had never read the sir, I've heard, this, heard the title of it, but the gist of it was about David that he was, he was listening to the wrong voice time because his conscience was speaking to him or his his inner desires was speaking to him that he was he for he 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 never heard the voice of God. Now the question would be to me: Was God speaking to him and he wasn't listening? All right, he had cut off the voice of God because he had another voice speaking to him that out out overcome the voice of God. The only thing I do know is. That all of the plan and the reading that I read to you, it all happened. And there was no intervening voice of God in his life at that moment of time. And it brought disaster to him, to his family, to Israel, and the history of his life. I'm telling you, there's a lot of voices speaking to us, and some are louder than others. And I wonder, I wonder if God was speaking or he, he didn't. There's no word in the Bible that God spoke to him through all of that actions that he was taking and amen, sending amen, the, the man to be killed by the, by the Ammon, Ammonites. And God said no words. Oh, I don't know. We all come to times, have times that sometimes we get so involved in ourselves, so interested in things of this world. And I'm not talking about sinful things, but I'm trying to preach to people today. I'm trying to talk to people 
that has an inner voice and they have that. There's something. I, uh, I really, if I'm going to just bury it down, I don't have too much longer talk here, but to bury it down to this one thing, that brethren, I think, and sisters, I think that there's a need for you and I to really get a hold of God until he talks back to us. We pray, and I know that we all pray, but do we pray long enough for, for him to say something back to us? Are we, in, are we uh, out of tune with him? David was totally out of tune with God because he had other things on his mind and his heart. Beware of the traveler because he can sneak into your life and start talking to you. And uh, sometimes people get that as the voice of God when it's, when it's not the voice of God at all. At all. Amen. And the sad story of David's life that, that he, uh, he never heard God's voice until Nathan walked in and talked to him. And Nathan, Nathan was actually scared for his life in one sense of the word. He did not know what kind of response he would get. But David needed the voice. So it had to come from man because God evidently was silenced for a time in his life. You know, brothers and sisters, we can be so involved in this world and so wrapped up. And I know that every one of us uh, seems to be in a hurry. Uh, I had had some people call me, well, Call me on the phone, just want to gab, and uh, so I, I just, I'm quickly to ask you, well, well what, what you call for, or what, you, what, what's this about, and, and uh, he, he, he wanted to call me and talk to me a lot, and don't talk to me very much anymore. But he said, why is it every time I call you, you act like you're in a hurry? And I said, well, I just want to know what, you, what you're wanting. Get it, let's, let's get with it and get it over with, and you know, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm not one to just sit and talk on the phone for 30 minutes and gab and talk about everybody. I won't, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather listen to the voice of God, and, and that's not to tell you and confess to you that's not very often that sometimes the voice of the Lord does speak to me. But I, I want to hear him. When I'm praying, I want to hear him talk back to me. I want him to say, I heard you, or I want him to say, I, I, I'm going to meet that need, or I, I'm going to give you some directions. Amen. God wants to talk to us. That's what he created us for, and then he separated people. He said, Abraham, I can't talk to, I can't, I can't talk to anybody else hardly. You, know, just go to, you come and separate. And Abraham started building altars and building altars and building altars and he wasn't a perfect man, but he kept on walking with God until God could do with him something he's never done with anybody else. I want to use you as a typology. Abraham, I, I want you to go, and I'll tell you what mountain to do, and, but I want you to take your son, your only son, Isaac, your only begotten son. You know what I mean. It was, the, it was his chosen one. It was the one of promise. 
I just want to, I want you to go and I want you to offer him up as a sacrifice. Oh, man, you could preach all day long on something like that because uh, God was asking Abraham of something that he was much aware back yonder in Ur, back there in Babylon, amen, where the Tower of Babel was being raised. He was much aware of they, they offered their children as sacrifices, amen, to, to their God or to the, to, to the sun God. But God asked Abraham to do that, amen, for him. And Abraham did not blink. And it's, it's just a story of, amen, I, you know, I, I guess that most people would say, I don't think I heard from you. I don't think that's, I don't want to do what you asked me to do. I, uh, I'm, I've got my own desires here, Lord, and, and I know that you promised me this, son, and, and you surely are not asking me to crucify him or kill him. You know, Isaac was offered as a sacrifice even though the hand was drawn and the knife was fixed to plunge into his body. As far as Abraham is concerned, he did God's will. He was, amen, he, he was going through it in, amen, in, the, in, in answer to God's request. And God stopped him, but it was on that same hillside or mountain. Amen. Mount Moriah is where Jesus offered himself. Another typology, by obedience to God, he was offering something to you and I to recognize that if man would live for him and follow him, he would make an example of our lives, amen, as a submissive vessel to him. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. I could, I've got several more stories to tell you, and to tell them of people, Samuel, during Samuel's ministry or life, I would just say as a child, amen, the voice, even with the high priest, Eli, the voice of the Lord was silent. There was no open vision. Even when God called Samuel, Samuel thought it was Eli, and Eli thought that Samuel was hearing things, and finally, after the third time, Eli perceived that God was trying to talk, but nobody could hear him. The high priest couldn't hear him. He just told Samuel, you go back, and if you hear that voice one more time, just say, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. I'm telling you, there's, there's times when there was no open vision. There was times when there was, there was the silence of God. And I said it there with David. I don't know. I really, I don't have an ex explanation for that. But I do know that God can talk to us if I have an ear to hear. If our mind is upon him and if our desires is for him and our seeking is for him, Amen. I don't want the voice of God to be silent for me. I want to hear his voice. 
couple of weeks ago, I was praying and I told God something. I was made a statement to him. And the Lord just questioned me. Are you, are you willing to do what you're praying? I was desiring something and are you willing to do? And brothers and sisters, I'll, I will use that for a sermon one of these days, but I'm going to tell you something. I believe that God is wanting to talk to this church. And I believe that God is wanting to talk to every individual in this church. He wants something from your life. He wants to talk to you. He wants to communicate. That's why you're created. Amen. And that's why he separated people into a spiritual relationship with him. And forgive me for this, but uh, the question was coming. And I just ask you, I know that we're a spirit-filled church. We're a church that believes in the Holy Ghost, the outpour of the Spirit in our lives. We believe in the talking in tongues, don't we? And you know what? I, I think that there's a lots of folks, I, you know, from communication with them and, and so forth, and recognizing there's a lot of folks that think, if I can just talk in tongues, I can feel I'm all right with God. And so you pray until you talk in tongues, but you don't ever pray long enough for God to talk back to you. And that's one thing that I feel like the Spirit of God was trying to deal with me when I was getting this thought and ministering. God wants to talk to us. God wants to talk to us. God's got a lot of things he could do for us and direction we could have. He could, he could stop us from a lot of uh, 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 tragedies in our life. But he didn't stop David because David wasn't listening. He was listening to a stranger, a voice that was coming that, that he had not known before that was trying to talk to him. Nobody will ever know. It can all be under the covers and uh, things. But, you know, he forgot about God was listening and God was watching. I made a foolish statement one time, and I think I've, I've told this before. Shall we stand? I was, is in my younger years that I asked God, I said, Lord, I, I, I'm, I, I was praying. I was praying, Lord, I'm going to do, I'm gonna, this is what I'm going to do. And if if you don't want me to do that, stop me. I want you to stop me. I heard the voice of God. The Lord said, "I won't stop you. You you you'll do you do what you want to do. Just go ahead and do what you want to do. I won't stop you." It was like lightning almost struck. Because I, I recognize God will let you do what you want to do because there's an inner voice of your own that can speak to you and, and you can go on and do your life and you think it's all okay. But you haven't heard from God in quite a while. It's been a long time since God spoke to me. You know why? 
because you're doing your thing sometimes and God is not going to stop you. But he will warn you. And he did talk to David after the fact. And Nathan himself, through God speaking, said, You've asked forgiveness. I'll forgive you. You're forgiven. But your your worries and your problems are not over because you've got you've to live with what you've done. Lord Jesus, I pray today as I have just opened my heart, God, that there is a word from you today, Lord, speaking. I pray that your voice speaks. Oh, God. I know you speak, God, in, in directions and spiritual blessings in our lives, but I know also you speak to people that are sitting on the pews and you'll ask for their souls, you'll ask for their life to be surrendered to you. And there's somebody here today, God, that you're asking for them to turn their life over to you. May they do that, Lord. And may all of us, God, seek and desire, God, your voice to speak. Oh, God, direct our paths. Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Hallelujah. This altar is open. If you want to come and pray, would you come and pray? God wants to talk to you. God wants to talk to you. Would you want to talk to him? God wants to talk to you. Shine through me in the night. Talk to him. Why don't you come and pray?